Hi, welcome to this episode of Hope in Struggle. My name is Mindy Lawhorn. Let's talk a little bit about what starting my fourth year as a widow looks like and what my hopes and plans are and where my hope still remains. Let's go. Hey guys, welcome to this episode. Today I'm coming to you with just a happy, full heart. I am seeing more and more of that on a more consistent basis. After losing my husband three full years ago, there's been so many ups and downs. A couple of that with COVID, having a 2020 graduate, figuring out, do we go to college? Do we stay home? And just trying to manage not only my ridiculous emotions, but make sure that my two boys are as okay as they can be at the loss of their father. Last week was monumental for me because there's been something in like the back of my mind about hitting that three-year mark. I don't know why, but you look for milestones, or at least I do, look for milestones in this journey. And you think about milestones like when you're you know, children are little about like when they get their first tooth and when they start to crawl and when they walk and say their first word and things like that. And that's so much more fun <laughs> than the milestones of being a widow. And, and, and believe you me, I do not want this podcast to be just about widow, but it's where God has me and God keeps prompting me to share when I have milestones or when like he brings things to my mind or when I have a really troubled, you know, situation or my heart is light and God is, you know, helping me see, um, just more good than the emptiness, you know, and, and I, I don't want to come off ever too dramatic and, you know, cause I mean, here, here's what I totally believe you guys. And this is kind of how I live my life. I remember telling Dr. Michaela this and she laughed out loud and I'm like, why is it funny? That is exactly how I ground myself, and and, and this is kind of how I focus and live, and God's done a lot of good and a lot of painful things in my life, but I know that they're ultimately for His purpose and His good, and that is what I believe, but I live my life knowing I've accepted Him. I believe He died for us. You know, He came to earth as as a human, but He was still fully God, but He still was fully human, which, yes, I know, practically and logically thinking, like, how is that possible? But He's God, and He is able to do things we are not, and his ways are not our ways. His thinking is not our thinking. But I know that nothing has ever been more real to me than Jesus. And I don't know really how to explain that other than I accepted him as a young girl and I just knew he was real. He was the only thing in my mind that made sense because so much of this world doesn't. And when I accepted him when I was 12, I officially accepted him, like asked him into my heart, told him, you know, I, I believe that he rose and again, that he died, rose again, and that I believe he ascended into heaven. And I believe he was there in the beginning with God. I mean, the Bible echoes that over and over again. And I know that no matter what happens, he's real. I know that no matter what happens, I'm on the winning team because I am a Christ follower. And and by the way, if you can't stand Christians, let's just, <laughs> I should do a whole podcast on that. Honest to goodness, and I'm not being hateful here. I'm telling you at like it is, I've never been hurt more than by Christians. I've never had more mean things said to me and about me than from Christians. But here's the deal, you guys. We're all human and we're flawed. We're so flawed. And like we let our emotions get into our head and then the words that come out of our mouth are mixed in with that. We aren't always speaking out of the knowledge of who has saved us and that we have been saved. And that's unfortunate. But God 
very clearly says, follow Jesus, don't follow Christians. Yes, there are some amazing, wonderful Christians out there that I adore and love and choose to do what's right above, you know, hanging on and, and their emotions and saying what they want to say. And bleh. But we all mess up. I'm not mad at Christians, but what I'm trying to get at is that I follow Jesus. And no matter what, I'm going to heaven. You know what? My boys have accepted him and I stand firm that no matter what, they're going to heaven. And so it's like I think of all the things that have happened and that's my first foundation. And when I told Dr. Michaela that, you know, when she laughed, I go, why'd you laugh? She goes, that's just funny. I said, no, no, everything is about that. Everything takes a backseat to that. The loss of my husband, the loss of my sister, whether I'm overweight or underweight, whether I'm super sad or I'm like today, feel great. God has blessed me with a great night's sleep and and, and, and like a good morning and just so many good things to be thankful for. But that is the foundation of my whole life and hope. And I think that's how I've gotten to three years being a widow and how I'm stepping into my fourth year. Let me read you something. Psalms 103, 1 through 4. All that I am, praise the Lord. Everything in me praises his holy name. My whole being praises the Lord. Do not forget all his kindness. The Lord forgives me of all my sins. He heals all my diseases. He saves my life from the grave. He loads me with love and mercy. How cool. He loads me with love and load up. Let's go. Give it to me. Load me up with love and mercy. I think it's so interesting that that's in Psalms. You guys, that's in the Old Testament. He heals me of all my diseases. Now, let me tell you what God tells me that means. That's all of the things that hold me back. And I don't mean he heals me of my cancer because he might heal. And he might not. And by the way, I don't have cancer, but Lee did. And he chose not to heal him. And he chose to take Lee in a very dignified way. And I praise him for that. I praise him. He didn't let him linger. I praise God that I had Lee. You know what I mean? Um, so I love that scripture so much because he's going to heal me. And when I think if he heals me of my, all of my diseases, he heals me of all my, my internal ailments. He heals me of all my, th- the things that trip me up. And don't get me wrong, I get tripped up, but I don't stay there for long because of Jesus. And every time I find myself focusing on Jesus and his word and trying to learn more about his character, God lightens my soul. He lightens my spirit. When I, when, and by the way, there's nothing wrong with this, but I want to tell you the shift that God has given me the last couple of years when I go seek him. So number one, there's nothing wrong with this, but I think there's a maturity that comes with time when we keep seeking Jesus and we keep doing Bible studies or we just keep making a point to go to him five minutes a day, an hour a day, whatever it is you want. And then it's kind of like staying connected with him, you know, throughout, throughout the day. And I used to always go to him and go, okay, God, show me what it is you have for me. By the way, there's nothing wrong with this, but I want to tell you how this has transitioned. God, please show me what you have for me in this Bible study. Show me what you have for me in this book I'm reading. And by the way, God can speak to you through a pagan's book. Like it doesn't have to be a Christian book. And yeah, I think we should read Christian's book, but you guys, I'm in business. I own two businesses technically, but one very successful business that I never thought could be that successful. Thank you, Jesus, for my Beachbody business. And by the way, if you don't know what that is, it's just a fitness business that I use to help people um, get you know, a little bit more control and in a healthier place with their eating and and their workouts and find out that it can be fun and have a community, all that stuff that just exploded. And by the way, that's what still pays for everything to this day. And I just praise God for that. But I read a lot of personal development books, right? Well, think personal development books are by all kinds of people, business people, people even that say, you know, 
Look out for number one. That's all you got to look out for, which by the way is not biblical at all. But God has spoken to me even through those books. One of my favorite books ever, speaking of that, is The Compound Effect. The Compound Effect is by a man named Darren Hardy. I don't know that Darren Hardy's a Christian. If he is, he never speaks about it. But God used that book to rock my world. He used that book to let me know, Mindy, it's not about natural talent. It's about your daily will. It's about your discipline. It's about not quitting. It's about the compounding over time of good decisions, dying to self. Let's see what that gets you. And I was like, "Woo! yes, I like that. I like that. Woo. It was so good for me. And God used that. So what transition kind of in my spiritual walk here is going from God, show me what it is you want me to see to God, show me you. And I'm sharing this with you today because here I am in starting my fourth year, being single, being a widow, and trying to figure out what's happening. I don't know what I'm doing. And 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 I think maybe we don't know what we're doing a lot of times, even when everything's in its right place or, or, or whatever. But I don't know how you recover from this. I don't know how you meet someone to take seriously. I don't know. You know what I mean? Is it someone you already know? Is it someone that God's going to provide later? Maybe God doesn't ever want you to be with anyone again, you know, on like a husband basis. I don't know. And by the way, that's not my focus, but I will tell you, and this is being really transparent, I'm real sick of, real sick of doing everything alone. But I also don't feel strongly enough, you know what I mean, that I'm going in the right direction or what I'm doing is what I should be doing. And I want, I want what's right. I want what God wants first and foremost. Have you ever tried to make something happen, side note, and you just tried and you tried and you tried and it just never was right? I don't want that. I don't want that. I would rather be just trucking it on on my own, doing whatever until that reveals itself. And it may never. And I have to be okay with that. But when I've gone to God the last, you know, I don't know, couple of years, instead of saying, what do you have for me, 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 which by the way, it's okay to want God to help us. But I want to tell you what I've found that's better is when I say, God, show me you, show me more about you, show me more about your character. What that's done for me, you guys, it's brought me out of my selfishness. And by the way, we're selfish innately, But as a widow, you become so stupidly selfish because all you can think about is your pain and what you don't have and your hurt and your loneliness and your, I got to do everything on my own now. I have to do the lawn on my own. Oh, I got to do the pool on my own. Oh, I got to do, you know, all the car maintenance on my own. You know, all that. And you get a little bit butthurt about it, but that's not what we should be doing. God, show me you. And, And what that's done for me and all I'm doing is sharing you, sharing with you, you guys, what God's done for me and what works for me. It's allowing me to get out of that selfish, ugly hole, which, by the way, the evil one wants us to be in. I believe wholeheartedly the most depressed I've ever been is because I've only thought about myself. When I focus on what I don't have and the poor me and why this didn't happen to me, 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 it becomes very dark. It becomes very small. And I feel almost like I'm being attacked. And that is not what God intends. I mean, the evil one wants us to be in a dark, selfish sad place, but God, that's not at all what God brings to our life. And that's not at all what living with Jesus in our hearts and the Holy Spirit within us feels. And I know I'm preaching a lot today, you guys, but 
God has brought me through this and it's, it's him, him and him only in the things that he's, you know, orchestrated, like these beautiful friends we have, these beautiful people that have prayed for us. I don't even know. This is something that has really changed everything for me. And yes, I've always been a Christian, but it's taken it from a me, me, me to a God, what do you have for me? What do you, what in you do I need in me? Show me more about you so I know what I'm supposed to be like. Show me more about your character so I know how that looks. Show me more about you so I know how I should think and feel. And yes, he's God and we'll never be able to think like he is, but we can become a little step closer and a little step closer, a little step closer. You guys, and, and really how we do that is seeking him. How do we seek him? Learn anything and everything we can to know about him. Find a Bible study. Dive into his word, which... Is God inspired? It's it, it. Everything in the Bible is used for us. He put it there, and He made sure it was in there for teaching and rebuking. And don't don't be scared of the word rebuking. That's just like getting us back on track, or maybe for the first time getting us on track. But His word is used to show us not only how to think, how to believe, how to be, but how to be more like Him. And that is what I want. That's what takes me out of the sadness and just the pain that I see in this world. And it puts me back on the firm foundation of not only Jesus, but that this world is not our home. And the fact that we are going to have pain in this world and we're going to see it. But guess what? If we know him, we're going to heaven. Guess what? If we know him and he's in our hearts, we are on the winning team. That's one of the reasons I love that scripture so much. And, and what's funny is I've read it many times. And on the way to school again, which if you don't know this, we read a Jesus Today Calling. My 14 and a half year old son reads it while I drive. And, you know, he always kind of begrudgingly grabs the book. But I don't care. I'm not in this to have my son be my best friend. I'm in this to raise a man of God. And every time he reads, his spirit lightens up. And not that it's heavy, but every time he reads, like he, he, he like tries to make his voice really deep right now. I don't know if you have any young children or you've had young men but like right now he's very into like there's kind of peach fuzz on his face right and I know this is like probably too much information but his leg hair is growing and he's like yeah and by the way his father was very furry and, and don't get me wrong like he, he managed that he was a manscaper praise God he manscaped thank the Lord but like Garrett wants to be manly manly and like just like his daddy was <laughs> he, he tries to make his voice deeper and so he's reading the scripture like this. I'm like he he and um, my voice is deep too, you guys, but it's not because I've smoked. Someone, I had a phone call with someone, and she's like, Mindy, did you used to smoke? And I'm like, oh, God, never. I, I have been teaching fitness classes since I was like 19 years old, and I just, it's just how my voice is, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry if that bothers you. I try to lighten it up. I try to talk higher, but I mean, what am I going to do? I'm sure I have nodes. I'm sure, I think of, by the way, Pitch Perfect. I've got nodes, everyone. Um, I am titanium. Sorry if I'm a little too much for you today. God has just given me hope. He's just made me happy, and I'm just praising him for that, so I'm going with it. So this, today, my biggest gift or my biggest like thing I want to share with you is, number one, living with Jesus in our hearts changes everything. He's gotten us through three years, and we're into the fourth year. I don't know what this year's going to hold for us, but I'm praying and hoping for just wonderful, great things. Um, I'm praying specifically for my boys for stuff and I'm praying specifically for myself for things, but I will tell you what I am going to do. I'm going to read God's word. 
I'm going to ask to see his character and, and, and learn more about him every time I go to his word. I'm going to do the things I know I should do. I'm going to eat the best I can. I'm going to do the 80-20 rule, you guys. If you've never heard of that, this is a really fast crash course. And I'm going to eat most of the time very healthy, like lean stuff. But 20% of the time, I'm going to eat what I want. 20% of the time, I'm going to have an adult beverage if I want. That, I believe, is just such a good kind of you know, percentage for life. I'm going to do that and I'm going to do the things I know I should. I'm going to tithe and I'm going to save money and I'm going to keep working my business. I don't think I'll ever, ever get it to the height that was at one point, but I still know that's where I'm supposed to be. It looks a lot different nowadays, but I think if we do our daily disciplines, the thing we know, we, things we know we should, we are all prayed up. I think we're going to see our world in a different light. We're going to see our lives in a different light. And I'm not saying we're going to become millionaires, bazillionaires. We're going to get super thin. We're going to like have all these things. But our perspective will change. Our perspective will be that, a perspective, a perspective of hope, a perspective of truth, a perspective of we know where, where we're going to go. When we're feeling down, we're never going to get in that dark, selfish place again. Because by the way, in the name of Jesus Christ, he can help us break through right now. If you're in that place right now, you've never called in the name of Jesus, will you? Just say, Jesus, I need help. I want to believe in you. Help me believe in you. You guys, he know, he, know, he knows everything about your life. He knows maybe you don't trust him or fully believe in him. Why don't you ask him though? Why don't you seek him? Why don't you just call out to him? Just call out to him and see what happens. You guys, he is real. And the best thing about him is he'll meet us where we are. Yes, we do need to learn to go in his presence at some point. But you guys, if you'll seek him, if you'll call out to him, he will meet you where you are. And he can do such amazing things in your heart and spirit. More amazing than anything you could ever conjure up in your mind. Anything that you could ever make happen with your money or your business or your whatever you've got. Nothing beats him. Nothing beats him in the center of your life or your heart. And coming from someone who's lost a lot, I say that with all of the sincerity in my being. And I pray that for you. I pray that lightning of your spirit. And I hope this makes sense. I hope this just hits something maybe that you needed. Let me pray for us and I'm going to let you out and I'm going to go take this energy on my cycle class and I'm going to whip them. I'm going to make them cry today, and I cannot wait to do that. You guys, by the way, if that frightens you, please come to my cycle class. There's just something about an instructor. We have a little little thing inside of us that makes us just want to kill it. I don't really want to hurt anyone, let's be honest. I just want to make them remember me tomorrow. <laughs> okay, I should stop. All right, you guys, let's pray and get out of here. Oh, Jesus, God, thank you just for the joy you've given me today. Thank you, Lord, that you can be the hope for all of us, regardless of what we've done, regardless of who we are, regardless of our past, regardless of, of the trouble we're in or even the good that we're in. Lord, everything good comes from above, which is from you. Thank you so much for dying for us. Thank you for coming to this earth at this time of year. Lord, I lift up my boys. I lift up everyone on this podcast. I lift up everyone who's listening now or later. Lord, just let them just test you. Let them just, God, are you real? Show me you're real. Please, Jesus. Open their hearts, Lord, and meet them, you know, at a place only they would know is exactly for them. But please, Lord, show them you're real. I know you are. I just want them to have the same hope I have and to live a life full of joy 
less judgment and condemnation, Lord, and no shame. When I feel shame, Lord God, I, re- I just want to rebuke the devil just in the name of Jesus Christ. I want him out. I do not have to feel shame ever again for anything I've done or anything I've thought because of you, Jesus. I'm white as snow because of you. I'm not because of me, not because of what I've done or what I will do, Lord, but because of you. Thank you, sweet Jesus. I lift this up in your name. Amen. Guys, thank you for being here. I hope I wasn't too much for you today, but when I feel good, I want to let it go because it's been so few and far between these last three years, but it's becoming more and more of a norm, and, and I just praise you for it. I praise Jesus for it, and um, I just want all of you to know that uh, I am praying for you. Please come to MindyLawhorn.com. I'd love to share with you all the things that I do. I'd love to connect with you on, on social or you know, email me or come to my website and see all the stuff I do. I'd love to just you know connect with you more. Thank you so much. Bye. Oh, 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 o